Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 142. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Bringing all awareness to the moment. Find the natural rhythm of your breathing. You can set a clear intention to receive any clarity or guidance that you are seeking. Please use your discernment. Only take the information that resonates in your heart space. And as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to offer a four-part reading using the Archangel Mikael Oracle deck. The state of being or archetype that Archangel Mikael represents is Commander of Light, which is an ability to use your discernment in a way that you filter out all of the information that does not resonate with your highest truth. So although there are events happening in the world today, you do not need to bite that apple. Even if it is evident and tangible, even if you have proof, if the information doesn't feel good to you, you do not have to agree. So let us ensure that we are present because there is a lot going on in the world today and we don't want to become distracted and led astray, meaning we don't want to make decisions from a fear-based perspective. Archangel Mikael represents confidence. The name translates to he who is like God. And it's you, you're like God. You are Archangel Mikael in that realm of existence. There is a narrative in the spiritual community that Mikael and the other angels are sort of infiltrators, infiltrators keeping us trapped in a matrix. Well, if you want to believe that, that's up to you. Personally, that story doesn't feel good, so I choose to see Mikael as a representative of the I am, because only I am is here. And let us send love and clarity and memory of our divinity to those brothers and sisters and beings who do believe that we are trapped in a matrix. Free yourself. Liberate yourself. Yes. Again, we are using the Archangel Mikael Oracle deck. We will choose all four cards and offer the interpretation. Let us see what comes up. Card number one, Sense of Humor. Card number two, 
Positive thoughts create positive results. Card number three, you are on the right path. And card number four, let go of fear now. And we will thank the state of being, our archetype that is Archangel Mikael, for offering such a direct message. I don't know what I'm going to say about it yet, but I could feel that it is very aligned. The first message, sense of humor. Mikhail is reminding us that laughter is a very quick way to source, meaning it neutralizes all density. So although there are events happening in the world that don't seem very funny, why would Archangel Mikhail be asking us to have a sense of humor? He's reminding us that human nature is funny. And that if we are willing to view our experiences through the eyes of light, meaning lightheartedness, we will dissolve any heaviness or density around a situation. And let's speak about that. Isn't it so funny how there is a narrative of war today and we are fighting ourselves? Isn't it so funny how we created these imaginary lines that we call borders that were created to divide and separate us from ourself? Isn't it so funny that we think the cause of our suffering is another country or another person and there's no one else here except us? We remind you often, Mikhail would laugh at situations on earth. Some situations we don't think are funny at all. One of those situations is death. He doesn't laugh at death. He laughs with us because we are sitting next to the Creator perfect and untouched and we know there is no death. We use death as an example because it is a very profound illusion on earth. We are perpetuating the idea of death. And it is funny because we don't die. Energy doesn't die. It transforms. It expands. It moves on. So the collective is given the opportunity to see that we are taking things way too seriously. And most of the seriousness is unnecessary because the seriousness is in response to these fake borders. The seriousness is in response to the idea that there's an enemy here. We must put up a border to protect ourselves from attack or the enemy. That's your brother and sister. This is one earth. We are all the children of Source, the one child of God as the Christ awakening. In your personal life, Mikhail may be Reminding us, if you're like me, I take things way too serious. Mikhail hammers this message into me since I was a teenager. To laugh, smile, fall back in divine laughter. So if you are in a situation that is causing you to feel uptight, see if you can laugh about it by asking Mikhail, to help you see the humor in the situation. We take things way too serious here 
and again the seriousness often arises based off illusions. The idea of attack or an enemy, we even call brothers and sisters alien, and no one ever stops to think that alien refers to extraterrestrial, someone not of Earth. So when you say a brother or a sister is an alien on Earth, what do you mean? Oh yeah, that they're crossing that imaginary border that doesn't exist because this is one Earth. So if we do go to war, I know it's not funny, but it sure is funny. It's just brothers and sisters deciding to represent a false border and go fight for their false side of the border. It is, in the most loving way, so ridiculous. And if we do decide to go to war, whatever consequence happens after, that's what we get. I'm not going to feel sorry for us and say, please, dear God, don't let the war happen. We are responsible for our actions. We need to be held accountable. So if we're going to war, then we must be willing to accept the consequences that would come after. We would have to be willing to realize that we have been fighting against ourselves this whole time. And when you choose to attack another, you are attacking yourself. So may thy will be done. And may all beings be spiritually free. Message number two. Positive thoughts create positive results. Doesn't it seem logical that the laughter would have to come before we access the positive thought? As the laughter neutralizes the density, the heaviness that is supporting the illusion. What's the illusion? That we're separate. That we are not one. We are so enchanted with our individualized expression that we forget that we are one, we are all related, we are all on the same earth. And people wonder why the aliens don't want to visit us again. We can't even get along with each other. Fighting over a false barrier, an imaginary line. So Mikhail reminding us that there is always divine love and wisdom that's flowing to us and through us now. But if we are in density, stagnation, or heaviness, you won't be able to perceive it. So laughter may be the first step. Imagine if we are all called to war and we all decided to laugh at that call to action. We would immediately take our power away. So are we laughing at the war per se, meaning the actual war? Well, no, it's never funny for another being our brother or sister to get hurt. But if you're deciding to go to war and serve your country behind that imaginary line, that is hilarious. Please pray for our troops. Why? They're choosing to go to war. Please pray that my husband or wife gets home safely. Why? They wanted to go represent this illusion of that false border. So Mikhail is reminding us that our mind, body, and soul is a construct and they are eternally connected to Source. So let us call upon our Higher Self and ask that we can be aware and conscious of the love and light that is within us and all beings. Ask to perceive the love that's within all. Not only within the beings in America or Canada 
or Asia, we mean on Earth, the one Earth. In regards to the collective, we are finding out very quickly positive thoughts create positive results and negative thoughts create negative results. If we are perpetuating the illusion of division and separation, we can't wonder why we would want to go to war. It's obvious. We're asking for it. You're creating division. And that never feels good. Why? Because it's not an absolute truth. So when we're perpetuating division, that's a very specific energetic signature. That's conflict. So then the war must come. In regards to your individual experience, I am your brother. I am working on this with you. I have not mastered this. I do very good. I've come a long way, yes. And I will give myself credit. But I have a lot of work to do in regards to holding the thought or the vision that I prefer regardless to the situations occurring around me. So if you are like me and you are trying to line up with a specific outcome or reality, we need to start with our thoughts. The words that we speak here have no vibration. They hold no weight unless you hold the vision of it and then you start to generate the state of being that matches it. So the beginning might be a word, yes. But the next step is the thought that needs to match the words. So put Mikael and me and yourself to the test and choose a positive thought and watch what happens. Message number three, you are on the right path. If Mikael is letting us know we are on the right path, regardless to the occurrences happening on Earth today, this must mean this is the will of the Creator. And why would the Creator want us to go to war? It doesn't. The Creator wanted us to do whatever we wanted to do here, and we chose to go to war. So then why are we on the right path if we're going to war? Because only thy will will be done. Only the will of God will be done. And sometimes we need to go through the confusion or distortions of reality, meaning we see the enemy outside of us, in order to realize that's not the case. So let us call upon Mikael now for ourselves and the collective and ask that we receive clear and loud guidance that is easily understood. Let us ask our higher self to motivate us and fill us with love and courage and confidence so that we can make beautiful life changes or decisions, meaning find the beauty. Where is the love? Where is the love? In regards to your individual experience, you can never be off the path. Let's just say the path is earth. And if you're off the path, that means you're off the earth. But since you're still on earth, you must be on the right path. Your inner guidance system lets you know when you are drifting away or drifting out of alignment. That's your negative emotion leading you back into alignment. So your guides, angelic helpers, loved ones, and your higher self never leave the path with you. This is why you feel alone when you drift into negative emotion or thoughts. Because Source stays on the path 
so that it can be the lighthouse leading you back to alignment. So for that, you can never be off the path, but you can definitely drift away. So if you have been wondering, am I on the right path? Am I making the right decision? Pay attention to how you feel. Your feeling will be the clear indicator if you are in alignment with your well-being. And if we take the previous cards and put them into action, meaning have a sense of humor, fall back in divine laughter to neutralize any density, know that your positive thoughts must create positive results in this vibrational universe, then you will be sure and confident to know you are on the right path because your feelings will be the indicator of that. So let's just say you're off the path, that you drifted so far out of alignment, you're going to feel it. So are you ever off the path if you can feel you're off the path? You're never off. You can drift, but you don't go off. So pay attention to your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and know that even your negative thoughts, feelings, and emotions are working in your highest good, because how else would you know you're drifting away unless you felt that tug that don't feel so good that would lead you back into alignment and towards your well-being? Message number four, let go of fear now. Let go of fear now. Can you let go of fear in the past? No. Can you let go of fear in the future? No. You can only let go of fear now because fear does not exist. We create it. It's self-generating. We remind you often there is nothing to fear except fear. Why? Because fear creates more of itself. And you are so powerful, we are so powerful as multidimensional beings that we can create something that doesn't even exist. Fear does not exist. We create it and then it exists. How do we know? Well, is the child afraid of the dark? Or is it taught to be afraid of the dark? When a baby is born, is it crying and pleading, please don't turn off the light? Or does it only come to that idea once we teach it to be afraid of the dark? So we are born fearless. There's nothing to fear. We know that we have a direct connection to Source. In regards to the collective, Mikhail is reminding us that we are creating from the past and that's why we are so afraid. Meaning this idea of war, the virus or vaccine, and any other atrocity or perpetuation of division that you can think of. We created it because we keep creating from the past. And then we contaminate our present moment because we don't want the future to look like the past. But we don't have no power in the past or future, only in the right now. So if we let go of fear now, it will dissolve the state of being that put us in fear from the past. Will the situation change? Nope. All those wars still happen. All the indigenous tribes still got wiped out. Nothing changes except our perception. And when our perception changes, then our reality must reflect that. So let us ask Mikael and Higher Self to help us feel safe and deserving of clear guidance. 
and we give our higher self in the I am presence, the violet flame, permission to clear all heaviness, any toxic or ego-based thoughts or feelings that would take us out of the moment. In regards to your present experience or your individual experience, yes, get present. Sometimes, a lot of times, it looks like all the time, we are only ever afraid because we're not present, we're not in the moment. So let us not forget we can always bring our awareness to the heart space and to the breath. And in that point of singularity, you are no longer creating from the past or future, and then you reside where all of the guidance is. The guidance is always there, but if you're in the past or future, you can't perceive it. Many beings are dealing with fear at many levels. Fear really does transcend all dimension because you're so powerful you can bring it into the realm of existence. Even if it don't exist, you can make it exist wherever you're at. How many times have you loved somebody but you're afraid to let them go? You just contaminated that present moment. How many times do you have a dream or a creative idea but you're afraid to chase it? You just contaminated your present moment. Mikhail's symbol would be the electric flame sword, the electric blue sword. We remind you often it is not a weapon. We have weaponized the sword because we have fear. Mikhail is not afraid. The story of him fighting the devil, it is so funny. That's when he would fall back in divine laughter because you would think that there is a force that could even compete that would even be able to stand up to Mikhail, he who is like God. So Mikhail's sword is not a weapon. It is the symbol of the discernment that we have to detach ourselves from the information that does not resonate. It's your filter system. This is how I describe Mikhail in my consultations. When he comes up, I let people know he represents your filter system. The ability within you to tune into information that rings truth or not. And I can't imagine war feels good, so this must mean it's not true. Does it happen? Yes, but it don't need to. And why does it happen? Because we create it, we choose fear, and then we must experience the consequences of our choice. So you can use Mikhail's electric blue flame sword, which is in your right hand, which is your hand of action. Your left hand is receptive. You can take away grievances or distortions if you place your left hand on yourself or another. But in your right hand is that electric blue flame sword. And you can visualize yourself detaching from the negative thoughts, lower vibrational feelings or emotions that don't feel so good. And does it leave altogether? Well, there is value in your negative emotion, so you're not really cutting the cord, as people say. You are cutting the perception of the cord, the idea, feeling, or emotion that don't feel so good, but you are able to retain the data, the blessings you got from that distortion. So we will thank Archangel Mikhail for offering us his electric blue flame sword, 
please know that there is nothing that can exist outside of Prime Creator. Nothing can exist outside of love. But because we are love, we can create fear. So what part of your life do you feel like you don't want to be afraid anymore? And take accountability or responsibility for that fear or doubt, knowing, realizing you created it because it can exist without you. You are a representative of the I am, and you are so powerful that you put into motion whatever you focus on. So let us thank Archangel Mikael, our guides, angelic helpers, and loved ones. And let us ask that violet flame angels be sent to earth now, surrounding Gaia in the electric bout, the only governing presence active here that purifies all confusions and distortions and supports us as we realize ourselves as one, as we realize ourselves as the Christ awakening in man. And let us rejoice, the light has come. Regardless to what you perceive in the world, part of the fear-mongering is because the powers that were understand that Gaia is vibrating at a very high frequency today, and they know when the planet vibrates at a specific frequency, the inhabitants will soon follow. So there is more love, light, compassion, and peace on Earth than there ever has been before. Don't be fooled. Don't bite that apple. You are the light of the world and you purify all things. Yes. As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to share some final feelings in regards to Archangel Mikael. Archangel Mikael represents us as master creators. When the scripture let us know we are created in the likeness of our creator, we often put our likeness on the creator. We turn the creator into a man sitting in a throne, watching us from above, judging. That's man. The likeness that it refers to is our ability to be master creators. And if our creator created first using the word, this must mean we can speak a reality into existence. But if words don't hold the totality of the vibrational weight, meaning your words alone can't create, the word is only the stepping stone. So let us be so mindful that our words are in alignment with the I am presence and that we are being more impeccable and deliberate with our speech. This is something I am working on with you in real time, trying to be more mindful with the words that I choose with myself or others. So let us affirm, I am in the timeline of my highest good. I am in my knowingness of myself as Christ. I am in the timeline of peace on earth. I am in the knowingness of myself as Christ. And so on and so on. 
we are more powerful than we think. But if we are looking outside of us, we essentially give our power away. We allow people to speak for us. What does that look like? Voting for someone? I'm not speaking against the government in a way that I'm disrespecting your personal choice to vote. That's you utilizing your ability to choose. But as your brother, I will never lie. You are essentially choosing to give your power away by allowing someone else to speak for you. So as we are approaching the idea of war, this is the consequence of us giving our power away. And I call upon the I Am Presence, Mother, Father, God, Source, and all that is love and light to ensure that we don't need to go to war. I proclaim peace on earth for all beings and that all beings be spiritually free. But I can't override our collective will, meaning we chose this. Did you individually ask for war to come? No, but at some level we each participated. We all need to take responsibility. Why is this so important? Because if we take responsibility for the collective, you become a representative of the collective. And then you can utilize your word to focus us in the direction of well-being for all. So let us choose words that are loving and in alignment with peace on earth. Let us be more loving in the talk that we have against ourselves, meaning your self-talk. Talk yourself up. Remind yourself how far you've come. Remind yourself that you are trying your best. Remind yourself no one has figured it out here, that we are all trying to figure out what to do. And remind yourself that you are the I am, that you are an extension, that you are a representative of the Creator. You are love incarnate. You can choose love. You can speak love. And then you can think love, become love, and then spread love. As a vibrational being, you emit your most dominant vibration or frequency. So let us begin with our word and ensure that it's in alignment with the knowingness of yourself as Christ, which means that you represent unity consciousness. You have come here to be the pioneers and the way showers as we transition from division and separation into oneness. In my heart, I know that if we do go to war, it's only leading us towards the Aquarian age. So I have no fear. I have no fear. I'm at the point where I trust God, source, the I am in totality. And I am not resisting anything. I am going to stand in my knowingness and hold the space for brothers, sisters, and beings who might have bitten the apple in regards to the fear-mongering who find themselves afraid or hopeless, who are not equilibrated enough to think or speak for their self. This is what I choose to be. I choose to be the light of the world. I choose to purify all things. And I am that I am. So as I say it, it is done. So be it.